Hello and welcome in to another edition of 90 Day Arrowway. I'm one half of your co-hosts. I'm John. And I'm the other half. I'm Lindsay. And thank you all for joining us. We had, I would say, a good episode. We saw some more baby talk, as always. Um, <laughs> some immigration issues, a meeting potential... Well, one mother involved, and then uh, some other sex stuff going on. Um, yeah, it feels like we're going into like more drama, so it's like getting to that second half drama of the season. Yeah, we had that little bit of a lull that we talk about where there's like those three or four episodes that are kind of the filler, and now this episode we kind of is the start of the more drama for the second half of this season what would you rate this episode oh we're going ratings off the bat off the bat off the bat i want to hear your opinion i would say probably a six maybe a seven yeah i was like it's a five some of the some of the stuff was good i also like good build-up stuff i didn't watch like a part of it and i feel like i missed nothing (laughs) yeah no I also took zero notes this week because wow. I was out of town pretty much all week and I was exhausted when we were watching this last night. Unbelievable. So I didn't take any notes. Fun time. So shout out to TVinsider.com for my recap. <laughs> uh, with that being said, who do you want to start with let's of our four couples? Let's go over to India. All right, so Jenny and Submit. Uh, So pretty interesting (laughs) situation from these two this episode. Uh, So we start out with Jenny talking to her daughter, Christina, about the possibility of coming to the U.S. But then we find out that Christina might be coming to India. Yeah, so I was telling Jonathan last night, I totally forget that Jenny and Summit stuff was filmed like a year and a half ago. Yeah. So like our United States borders are still closed. Everything is pretty much still in a lockdown situation. And so they're talking about uh, coming to the U.S., like Jonathan said, and Christina mentions like hopefully the borders can open up and they can go over to India to see jenny and pops <laughs> yeah. which she calls summit which was hilarious <laughs> uh, uh go ahead no i was gonna say like during the conversation that's when things pop up uh jenny tells christina about <laughs> the karma sutra yoga class yeah that's what i was gonna bring up is that she tells her like she's kind of uncomfortable about it and christina's all uh, like you should do it like it would be fun yeah she's like why not like you if are there any like sex stores in india like you guys should get some toys like it was it was really funny (laughs) she was like do they have a toy store if you get what i'm saying fun toy stores it's like no i think you'd have to order it online and have it delivered but it was really funny and they're joking around and um, we hear that, you know, Jenny hasn't seen Christina or her wife in over two years because of COVID. So it's, uh, it's definitely a difficult situation for them. 
Yeah, of course. And like Lindsay said at <laughs> at the end of the conversation, just we can't wait to see you and Pops. I mean, that was hilarious. That's quote of the episode. It was so amazing. It's it's also hilarious that she says that considering she's like the same age as Smith. I'm pretty sure they're <laughs> the same age. So it was just so great. But I'm happy that, you know, her family accepts Smith and accepts yeah. their relationship. Like there's no weirdness about it. So I, I really like this interaction between her and her daughter. You can tell they have like a really great relationship. And I think when, well, if and when Christina does go to visit them, I think it'll show submit that like, oh, this is how your family is actually supposed to support your relationship. And I think that'll also kind of bring like a light bulb to him and be like, oh, well, maybe I can uh, go to the States and, you know, work and be successful like in the States because how he's had reservations about that in the past. So I think that'll kind of be better for for him. Well, what I was going to say is. He'll probably see a family that is accepting. Yeah, exactly. And that if they were to move to the States, they would actually have the support, unlike they do in India. Right, exactly. So then they end up going to their Kama Sutra yoga class. Yeah, but they're they're on that bridge first. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the bridge. A beautiful view. Yeah, view is incredible. The mountains, the water, the bridge, just everything you could ask for in a view i mean that's pretty much what was there and they had a cow just like laying in the middle of the bridge it was like pretty dope (laughs) it's like quintessential what i think about when i think of india like just all of that uh it was pretty cool though and this is when jenny tells submit um about her daughter potentially coming to visit and submit seems very happy so I think that's definitely a positive. Um, and then <laughs> she also tells him how she told her daughter <laughs> that they were going yeah. to the Karma Sutra class. And he was like, what? What did she say? How was that? Yeah, uh, like, he, I feel like he didn't understand, like, their relationship was that yeah. close. But it's funny. I mean, I have that type of relationship with my mom, so I feel like it's it's really funny. It's just it shows that like they are able to laugh and joke about these things. Yeah, exactly. It was pretty funny because could you picture Submit telling his parents? God that? no, <laughs> God no. It'd be it'd be insane. They'd probably be flipping out and everything. Um, but because of these class, this class too. It seemed like Jenny was a little worried that Samit's kind of getting bored with the relationship. And does this mean that like further down the road, it's not going to be fun and exciting and everything. Um, But I think on the flip side of that, Samit played it pretty well. He was saying, you know, it'll be fun to learn a few new tricks and maximum pleasure. (laughs) So that was his spin on it. Can I just say... The one thing I hate, though, about this whole thing is that he keeps calling it coitus, and I think it's just, like, a disgusting word to use. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, like, he keeps using the word, like, coitus, which is, like, sexual intercourse is what it means. Um, And it's just, like, 
I don't know. It's like a weird word to me. I'm like, please stop <laughs> using it. Just say sex. Like everyone knows what you're talking about. Like yeah. it's very like an educational, I feel like, word to use and it's just it's gross. So I hate <laughs> I hate when he's like, Oh, when we're doing when we're in coitus or having coitus and I'm like, just say sex. Like just say it. Yeah, so <laughs> uh and then they get to the class where they're both a little bit nervous about it right off the bat. Um, and they interviewed the instructor and the instructor's like, yeah, I've never seen this age difference before. And I hope that, uh, Jenny doesn't suffer any injuries doing these poses (laughs) because of her age. And I was just like, damn bro. Like, but like that guy was Jenny's age. Like he wasn't a young whippersnapper himself. I would say he was probably like in his fifties. But still, like I mean, Jenny's what sixty three or whatever. Yeah. Like, still, if you're still having sex in these positions, why can't she be doing it, bro? <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious how he was just like, "Yeah, I hope she doesn't get any injuries, pull a muscle." It's like, oh god. Uh, but I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and then they start trying the poses. And it's when Jenny gets on top of Submit and oh my god, <laughs> Submit Submit goes. I thought you lost some weight. <laughs> and me and Jonathan's face. I was just were like, like, bro, what the fuck? And then <laughs> this man, smooth as peanut butter, more than I thought. I was like, bro, you're good. You're so good. It's like, great save. He probably, like, said what he said, and then he was probably like, oh, shit. Exactly. I shouldn't have said that. She probably gave him a death glare. Um, But they were laughing, and they were having, they're they're going, oh, and like, I don't know. I can never imagine saying saying that when I'm having sex. And then Jenny's like, yeah, giddy up, horsey. (laughs) I'm going to put a hat on you. I'm going to ride him like a pony. But honestly, like, seeing these scenes, they were laughing so much. They were having so much fun. I I mean, it really just shows that they're in, like, a genuine, loving relationship with each other. Yeah, I agree. And you don't really see that a lot on 90 Day, where people are having fun with each other and laughing and stuff. (laughs) Like, Yeah, it's very rare. They, I mean, if it wasn't for his parents, like, I think they probably wouldn't even be on 90 day anymore because they just like truly enjoy each other's company. Yeah. It seems like this was one of those instances where we see them having a fun, genuine relationship and you don't notice kind of any of these outside things like the family situation or the age difference or any of these things. Uh, So I think that's, that's great. Uh, And then at the end too, (laughs) I thought it was funny how Jenny's like, yeah, for sex, like, I just want to make love and go to sleep. That's like, after, girl, I feel you. Like, like, after she's saying all these other things about, like, giddying up and riding like a pony, and she's like, yeah, I just want to make love and go to sleep. It's like, oh, here's the two opposite ends of the spectrum. I know. She was like, come on, let's go. We have to practice and yeah. this and that. And then, yeah, she's like, I just want to have sex and go to sleep. So, <laughs> like, yeah, fair enough. Whatever, whatever floats your boat, whatever's going to work for the two of you. That's all that's all that matters in in my mind at least. Exactly, but they were a very good like comedic relief this episode. Like I drew, genuinely enjoyed their scenes. Like I was laughing with them. It it just 
I really, really liked them this episode. Definitely. Um, so with that being said, who would you like to head over to next? Um, let's just get Bilal and right. Shina out of the way. <coughs> so Shina's learning how to drive. In his Mercedes Benz. His nice $90,000 Mercedes. His, uh, it's like a i class or what what the fuck are it's either a c or an s class it's a it's definitely a c class but uh it's very nice she says how we drive on the wrong side of the road i say she drives on the wrong side of the road yeah just because <laughs> your country <laughs> is owned by the british doesn't mean that it's correct uh so she's learning how to drive she takes her shoes off which is or her boots, I should say. I mean, she is wearing Tim's. Those things are fucking like three Doesn't pounds matter. each. I've I don't dri- know. I've driven in boots like that. I've driven in whatever. Okay. You just have to know how to drive and not slam on the gas. You just well, tap it. That's her thing. She says that she is a heavy foot. So she took off the Tim's, which I do agree with her. They are about three to five pounds each. So it does make it heavier. Okay, well, just don't press your foot as hard. Anyway, she literally, like, flies. (laughs) She almost hits a rock. (laughs) Bilal has, like, like a a boulder. Bilal has, like, a heart attack. She's like, I'm not even close. He's like, stop. Stop. Time out. Look how close you are. Okay, I know. She was kind of close. She wasn't about to hit it, though. No, I mean, A, this whole scene looked like from the movies when a dad teaches his daughter how to drive. And B, I know Jonathan has never seen Bob's Burgers, but there's this episode where Bob is like, oh, we're in like this empty parking lot. Like, Tina, like, let's get you behind the wheel. And Tina is like 13 years old and she hits the one car in the parking lot. And it just this whole scene reminded me of that because Bob was like yelling at her like, Tina, turn the wheel, turn the wheel. And like, it was the same scene in my mind, honestly. I learned how to drive in a cemetery, so no one bothered me. I learned how to... the first. You didn't even get it. <laughs> uh, no one bothered you. Ha! Yeah, but you guys have, like... You have old-ass t- tombstones in there. What if you hit one? I wasn't going to hit one. There's a road. <laughs> you stay on the road. I know. I've been there before. Yeah, it's a pretty big cemetery. No one bothered you. That's funny. Anyway, I learned how to drive... In a hotel parking lot in Orlando, Florida. There you go. Actually, okay, really how I learned how to drive. is My dad worked on a golf course, so I would whip those suckers around (laughs) the golf course all the time. And that's genuinely how I learned how to drive when I was like 10 years old. Yeah. I mean, why not? Exactly. Uh, So Shida can't drive (laughs) is the moral of the story here. Uh, and I'm trying to give the people more like personal. Yeah, no, like, I agree. Hey, I'm with it. We're relatable. <laughs> uh, pretty funny though. And Shida seems to think that Bilal was mansplaining. The fuck was that? I, I don't need was... his mansplaining. It's like no, he's just explaining to you not to wreck his fucking hundred thousand dollar car. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's how I took it. I mean, if I was him, I'd be like, you're not driving my car. If, like, y- you're, I don't know, you would not be driving a $100,000 car to learn how to drive. 
this hole? I'd be like, let's go rent a car at Enterprise or Budget or whatever, and we'll rent a car for a week, and that can be your car. This whole season has made me dislike Shida. Yeah, so for sure. much. They both suck. Yeah. Uh, so they are still working on trying to get pregnant, is what we hear. Uh, bef- yeah. Hold on. Before we jump to this. <laughs> Have you noticed these, like, filler scenes with them, though? Yeah. Like, the last week was her and her fucking tongue. Yeah. And then yeah. this week is, like, the whole driving thing. Like, do we just not have enough scenes with them? Like, I don't understand. Because they don't give us any content. No, it's just babies. And then Bilal is working all the time, so he's probably like, I don't want to be on camera anymore. Um. So, they have a doctor's appointment via Zoom. Yeah, so... But before that... Oh, sorry. Shida's making a salad. Oh, I missed this. Because I... she doesn't want to eat anything that will prevent her from getting pregnant. So she's eating healthy and being clean. I missed this entire scene because I just... I guess yeah. I just didn't care. It was right as... And then uh, they have the meeting with the doctor. Got it. So they're working on trying to get pregnant. Also, like, why is she lying? No, so, okay, so... They She's straight up lying to the doctor. So they sit down to talk to the doctor, and the doctor's like, oh, so have you guys decided that you're trying? And she's like, yeah, we're trying. And Bilal's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, he didn't say that, obviously, but his look was like, no, we're not. <laughs> like, we're not doing that. So, like... And then, And then she's like... Yeah, we're having sex with a condom, but there's been some oopsies. It's like, what are you doing, poking holes in them? I was like, what is an oopsie? You can't take the two seconds to put a condom on, like, when you're having sex. Like, I don't... It has to be, like, she's poking holes in them. And also, like, why... To your point, why is she lying to the doctor? Yeah. They're not trying. Because what, what is it? Like, George and Seinfeld when he can't get the condom wrapper open? <laughs> and then he's just like, oh, forget it? Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't... Is that an oopsie? I guess so. Or, like, the condom breaks, which that is really an oopsie. Seems like she's poking holes or doing something. And... I don't know if maybe when the doctor says, are you trying? Like, she just thinks like, yeah, we're having tons of sex. Like, we're trying. <laughs> and it's like, well, if he's not, you know, in you, <laughs> I don't want to be vulgar. I know I've like cursed up a storm and now I don't want to be vulgar. Yeah. So at this point, this is when they start making the pros and cons list. Uh, and we find out that Shida is cranky if she doesn't get 10 hours of sleep. So how do you plan on dealing with a child? Damn, she sounds like me. 10 hours? That's ridiculous. 10 hours is a bit much. I mean, I can sleep for 10 hours, but I also wake up about 17 times a night. So it's really like five hours. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I missed this whole portion of pros and cons because I needed a shower and I just don't care for them. So I'll let Jonathan talk about this scene right now. Yeah, so then also Shida seems to think that here in the States we just kick children out at the age of 18 because they're considered adults. So we just kick them out of the house. So Bilal is like, oh, well, there's, you know, the financial burden. And she's like, yeah, we just kick him out at 18. And it's like, what? Like, he's like, no, there's college. There's other things that 
occur. Like it's a lifetime it's a lifetime kind of thing. I feel like she doesn't understand how a child works. No. Like, well, she's because she, she hasn't had one and she's always been the aunt or like the cousin, so she's never like had all of the day-to-day stuff like on a consistent year in yet year out basis. Yeah. So and she's like all of your stuff is temporary. All my stuff is forever. You know, the love they give you. And if you're having a bad day at work, you come home and it's so great to see your child. And it's like, wh- like, what are you talking about? I First mean, off, he's the only one working. Like, yes, <laughs> he is the only one working. I do agree. Like having your own child, we don't have children, so I really can't speak from experience, but it's probably like the best feeling in the world. But you also have to be realistic how fucking expensive children are and yeah. how like it's that you're not getting the sleep that your you're not getting your 10 cha- hours. Yeah. Your whole life changes. You're not getting 10 hours of sleep. You have to like eat, eat when possible. <laughs> like your entire day to day changes based on the baby's, you know, cycle. You can try your best to get them on a schedule, but. That schedule is going to change every day. Yeah, exactly. Why do you think, like, I mean, women and men now get parental leave because you are not sleeping. Like, yeah, obviously you should be home with your child, like, the first three months of their lives. But, like, also you're not sleeping. Like, you're not at all. Yeah. Your baby is feeding every, like, two to five hours. Again, I don't have children. I don't know if this is like actually real or not. This is all what I've learned from the internet. Um, like well, it's got to be true then. It's got to be true. <laughs> don't, don't get me started. <laughs> um, like, you know, the baby has to eat every few hours. You have to change it. You have to feed it. You have to nurse it. Like all this stuff happens. Why? I just don't think she understands any of that yeah and this is kind of when they go through their list a little bit and then Bilal straight up comes out and says that he's fearful of having children with Shida and then Shida leaving yeah which is great because I guess she like threatens that a lot she has used the divorce word and he was like you don't like use that word what they've only been married for a couple of weeks see sorry guys i'm also learning about this (laughs) in real time right now so he's like yeah you don't threaten like the divorce word which like i agree with like you don't say that who Um, the fuck says the d word and i also like understand his side on this part of like this has happened to him already yeah so, like, he doesn't want it to happen again, so he wants to be, like, twice as sure as he was the first time about having children. So, but I also, and understand that. And we've talked about this, where he's like, we should enjoy our married life. Yeah. Again, they only spent a week together before they got engaged, <laughs> and then they got engaged, and then COVID happened, and then she finally came to the States, and they had 90 days, Yeah, and then they got married, and now we're still in the first, like, six months of their marriage. And he was probably working like a madman, because the real estate industry during that time frame was on fire. Yeah. So, how often were you really seeing and spending time with each other? I don't know. She's... I like I said, I'm not a fan of her. <laughs> and then to counter that, she's like, "Well, I'm fearful of not having a child before I'm 40." 
And it's like, all right, like, we get it. You know what I want to learn? This is the only fucking thing you ever say. You know what I want to learn? Because I think Bilal's sister brought this up last season on 90 Day OG. Like, Shido was engaged twice before Bilal. Yeah, I want to know what those guys have to say. Yeah, fucking bring that tea, Matt Sharp, 90 Day. At? At. (laughs) I that. You heard? You heard? (laughs) We want the tea. I agree, though. I mean, I'm sure that was probably one of, like, her big things when she was getting married. Uh, so, yeah. I, I mean, I could I could see that, and I could see the man at that time being like, well, let's see how it goes. So, exactly. Um, that's pretty much it for those two, though. You want to head over to Nigeria? Yeah. <clears throat> so, let's go to Kimbali and Usman, a.k.a. Soldier Boy. Uh, so. International superstar. <laughs> Uh, so oh, 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 hold on. Since I just said international superstar, I guess one of his friends was named international. Okay. From last week. Got it. I thought he they were calling him international. So I am retracting my statement from last week. I still don't know if it's true because I haven't like rewatched this episode and I honestly don't plan on doing that at all. But if one of his friends is named International. I sincerely apologize to International that I did not know that. Okay, go ahead. So they don't stop planes for Soja Boy, and they stop planes for Kimbali. Just so y'all know. Uh, yeah, they're running, they're running a little late <laughs> because of all the yammies they've been doing. Uh, so they're flying to Sokoto to get Usman's mom's blessing. Uh, as they leave, it was pretty funny when they leave the room and Kim goes, bye, Yami room, sort of. <laughs> I was like, sort of? Damn. Throw yeah, under so her bus. Only a couple times then, I guess. Uh, but I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, so Usman is crazy nervous because he's having flashbacks of baby girl Lisa visiting with his mom and originally getting that blessing. And this situation is very similar to that. Although Kim is much better than baby girl Lisa. Uh, But he's having kind of flashbacks and he's very nervous that his mom isn't going to give the blessing and it's going to be a whole fiasco. Yeah. So, and it's so funny to me because Baby girl Lisa got fired by 90 Day because I guess she called Usman like some very, very derogatory names that... Was not afraid to use the N-word with the hard E-R at the end. Yeah, because, I mean, she's just a psychopath and me and Jonathan would never repeat anything that she would ever say. So she got fired from 90 Day. So it's so funny, though, because... They keeps having Usman say, like, oh, my ex-wife. Yeah. Or my ex. <laughs> and it's like, we fucking know who she is, bro. Like, yeah, she's nuts. She's crazy. Um, So they get to Sudo. I almost called Sokoto. it. Sokoto. Thank you. And they get to the hotel. And they get to the hotel. And they have to, like, sign in or whatever. And they go. I They give them, like. A piece of paper, I guess, to like fill out for yeah. the hotel, and it asks for occupation. So, yeah. what is my profession, babe? What is my profession, babe? International superstar. A international superstar. <laughs> and he was, and then this is where he makes this wild, the wild caption. If it wasn't for, um, 
uh, Jenny's daughter calling Samit Pops. This would be the quote of the episode where he goes, Usman goes, yeah, in my region, there's million, thousands of millions of people that all know who Soja Boy is. I'm the <laughs> most famous of them. Yes. Okay, so I looked this up, obviously, because <laughs> I'm a truth checker and fact checker. And there's like uh, a little more than half a million people that live in, Su- Su- I can't say it. Sokoto. Sokoto. And then there's like 222 million people that live in Nigeria. However, I did also look up like top musical artists from Nigeria and Usman doesn't even crack the list. So I would really love how, like, is he the most famous person from, so, I can't say. Sokoto. Sokoto. I keep, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sokoto. O- or is he saying he's the most popular artist from Nigeria? I don't know. It's not true. That man has the biggest head I've ever seen in my entire life. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I thought it was pretty hilarious. Uh, great claim, though, by him. I'm sure there's people that know him, especially in Sokoto and like where he grew up and stuff. But I don't know about how large it is. Um, But with that, it seems like their whole relationship is at stake with Usman's mom's blessing. And he kind of mentions this before they get to the meeting. So I will say this relationship definitely seems better than the one with Lisa so I will say that. However, as we get to the meeting with his mother, uh, Usman says how it's most important to receive the blessing from his mom and his family. And then he goes to meet with his mom one-on-one first without Kim, which I thought was a pretty good idea. Um, <laughs> and then this is when the conversation starts and his mom asks about Kim's age. Yeah, so she is totally not about her being an American. And then Uzman says that she is 50. Yep. And his mom was just like, nope. Fuck now. Yeah. Hell no, is this happening again? Um. So <laughs> Uzman wants to tell his mom about the blessing for engagement together. And Uzman's mom says, I pray to God that Kimberly is not your wife. I assure you, I won't accept it. And she wants him to find a fertile girl who is of tender age. <laughs> yeah. which was, And she, she's like, it could happen in seven days. There's all these girls around here. And it's like, that's kind of weird. I don't know. Different culture, different things. Weird to me, but that's just me. Yeah, so I don't think that it's going to be... I think his mom is just going to have all these reservations because it's very similar to the first situation. And she saw that first situation and probably just thinks that all of them are going to be the same. But we'll see. I mean, Kim is much more personable and nice. (laughs) So it could happen, but I highly, highly doubt it. I think they just have like PTSD like we all do from Baby Girl Lisa. So... But I think if they explain the situation that, like, Kimberly 
is still going to allow Usman to have a second wife, to bear the children, and this and that. Like, maybe they'll be more understanding. Yeah, I think they'll be slightly more receptive, but I still feel like they're not going to be about it. No, they're just going to see, like, an old American and be like, <laughs> fuck yeah. no. Um, anything else on these two? Um, I don't think so. All right, so let's head to my man, Andre, and Libby. This is our last couple, right? Yeah, no Jovi and Yara this week. No. Um, he's on a boat somewhere doing <laughs> underwater robotics. Is that what he does? Oh, yeah, yeah, it is what it does. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Andre goes to his immigration attorney and finds out that he must have an interview, and it is likely due to his past in Moldova. Yeah, an immigration interview. Yeah. For his green card, we should mention. Like, so he gets the full like ten year as opposed to the two year that he had, which expires. Yeah. So he's trying Will to get expired. his permanent green card. Yes. Which so that is he can remain in the states. Yeah. So he. Sorry, guys. I'm also multitasking. Um. So he meets his lawyer, um, and she pretty much says like it's really fucking weird that he's getting this interview because ninety five percent of her clients who have to renew for their permanent green card, just get the green card. And that, like, it's really, really rare that you even have to go for an interview when applying for your permanent green card, especially since they have a child. <laughs> and are about to have a second. Well, I don't think Libby's, like, pregnant uh, yet in this, okay. but yeah. Um, so he Which, mentioned... By the way, congratulations to Libs and Andre on their kid, whose name is Winston, and I'm obsessed with it. But okay. Winnie the Bish. Winnie the Bish. Go ahead. So Andre tells the his attorney that he did testify in front of the court when he was in Moldova, because as we learned in past seasons, he was a police officer in Moldova. He was one of the good guys, not one of the corrupt guys. And he was part of this investigation into the police force to kind of weed out the dirty cops, so to say. Um, so that could have potentially popped up this go around. His attorney also brings up the fact that somebody could have complained about him and that there's something in his file that is most certainly causing this. It's not just like off a whim. Yeah. So, um, and you know, Andre's like, well, that's in the past, all this stuff. And his lawyer is like, yo, it doesn't fucking matter. Like the United <laughs> States, this is all present to them. Like, especially your past. That's what they're looking at. They don't care what you've done in the United States. They don't care. You have a kid, a job, a house, nothing. Like if you were dirty in your country, you to them, you're dirty in this country. And since he is not a United States citizen, he's not entitled to innocent until proven guilty, which like isn't even a real thing to <laughs> United States yeah. citizens. But that's just another thing. Um, and, you know, he could literally be deported from the interview. Yeah, they could take away his green card and bar him from the U.S. Forever, so forever. This is like a very serious matter that has kind of flipped their house upside down. But also, it's a very serious matter, and yet he shows up to his lawyer's office in golf shorts, a polo, and his Gucci hat. 
Just saying. Hey, you look good. So anyway, so his <laughs> lawyer says like, okay, so it could be like your sketchy ass pass or someone could be, you know, could have reported you to immigration services that you are here for the wrong reasons. And let's be real. We all know. Who it is. That if this did in fact happen and somebody did in fact complain that it's obviously Charlie. I mean, come on now. Who, el- who else would do that? Um, And, you know, it has to be someone in her family. Who, else, who else would it be? It, yeah. So he comes back home and he walks in and goes, Lib, where are you? <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So so he sits down at the island while Libby's finishing dishes or whatever. And Which, by the way, their kitchen is gorgeous. I was critiquing it the entire time we were watching that scene, though. Their backslash is off. Really annoys me. I don't know if one of their... It's it's gold. The I handle don't is think gold. it's gold. Yes, it is. Their pantry door handle, I'm pretty sure, is silver and not gold. So it's, it's gold. driving me insane. Um, so anyway, so Andre pretty tell pretty much tells her like, yeah, I could be deported. Yeah, he's like, it is not not what I expected. Um, he was he's prepared for the interview, but concerned about the interview. <laughs> and what I thought was pretty funny when he's like, what do you say? Like somebody has been snitching on me. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys say? Snitching? I was like, bro, get like, the fuck out of Yes, here. obviously Charlie <laughs> wrote something about I, yeah. how you were like a menace to society or something. This guy's got anger problems and he's destroying my family and blah, blah, blah. And Libby like is like, no one in my family would do that. And it's like, yeah, you, they fucking won. <laughs> They would. They were trying to keep him in Moldova when you all yeah. were in Moldova. Yeah, they were like doing all this sketchy shit, like interviewing people he worked with before and like friends and stuff. Like, like he's oh like, if God. they were doing that there, what are they doing here? Um, and he straight up says like he thinks that Libby's family's out to get him and they're a bunch of losers. It's like, they're jealous of us. They're jealous of us. Which I do agree with that part of it. I do. Because I think they see, like, their relationship is good. No one ever thought their relationship was going to be good. Now they have the child. They have two children. They live in a brand new build house. Andre has a great relationship with Chuck now. Like, everything is moving in the right direction for them. And it seems like for Jen, Becky, Charlie... Uh, and Megan, like, everything is not all great. So they're, like, trying to take Libby and Andre down. So yeah. I could definitely see, like, something from their side trying to, like, knock down Libby and Andre. 100%. And, I mean, if you've been watching Libby and Andre since the beginning, you know that, like, when Andre was working for Chuck as, like, a construction worker or whatever at first, like, they were trying to get his ass deported. Yeah, they were. So, like, even if it was, it could have been Chuck from a, a few years ago, like, it could have been any of this but stuff. But I think if he, if Chuck had ever done anything, I think he would have, like, retracted it by this point. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it could have been any of them. They've all had issues with Andre. Yeah. So... Um, but Libby's like super scared. She's like, I don't want to move to Moldova. Like this is our <laughs> home, like all yeah. this stuff. So, and he, he even straight up, like Andre straight up says if, 
if not them, who else? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, yeah, who else would do this? So, um... I still, like, to that point, too, I still remember... I th- it was either last... I think... I'm pretty sure it was last season um, when Andre was in the house and he started, like, pulling the refrigerator doors off and season. stuff. That was and, last season. And Charlie comes in and he's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? We could have saved that. We could have saved that. It's like, no, you couldn't have. And the fucking refrigerator doors when literally <laughs> that like man hammers them off that man should have just like thrown it out. Oh my god, I can't. That was the best scene. But yeah, it's happen. definitely like if not them, who else? I totally agree. Um, hopefully he's able to stay because, and I mean, it seems like he's able I mean, to stay considering spoiler alert, yeah, second child now. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if we find out who submitted this claim against him or if it's because of his affiliation with the moldovan police force maybe they think he's like a spy or something maybe i don't know is i guess moldova used to be part of the soviet union so they could like also think like that yeah so i don't know but i mean i'm happy we're getting into this drama now more than the like charlie's an alcoholic and we're probably going to go back to, like, oh, Andre is putting Libby on an island or some shit like that. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, this episode, like I said, it was, like, a five for me. For Jonathan, it was, like, a six. Yeah. It's just, I'm ready for something new. I'm kind of really sick of these couples. <laughs> Especially Bilal and Shida. Yeah. I'm oh just my sick god, I didn't talk about the next time on. I'm so sorry. I'm yeah. I'm just sick of them. Yeah. I'm I'm so sick. I of figured them. we were recapping and then you were gonna. Oh, do okay. That. You're right. Sorry. I keep forgetting. Um, no, it's kind of like we were talking about when ninety when we were in the thick of COVID when it first started. So they just like continued with the same yeah. couples and how sick of them I got. <laughs> like it's the same thing. We need to stop putting couples that were just on on the next season yeah you can't have back to back it's too much for me i i need a break like that would be like if they put like well she's great tv but i'm thinking like if they put like gino and jasmine on like before the <laughs> 90 and then put them on the 90 like that would be too much for me or uh with michael and what's her name in columbia oh yamena they broke yeah. up though no i know but i'm uh, just well no nah, no, they did. They did. But they didn't, and then they did. Well, I don't... She's... I he don't was know. paying for stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. We know what's going on there. We should... You know what we should do? We should, like, recap other seasons that we didn't end up, like, podcasting. But the thing is, though, we never get a fucking break from new 90-day yeah. content. So... It's all good. Uh, okay, so next time on. So, Jonathan didn't watch this. Um, Ooh. Kimberly is crying at Usman's... I'm literally reading this from TV Insider, by the way. Wow. Kimberly is crying at Usman's mother's house, and she feels like she never had a chance to get their approval, which is true. Like, Usman's mom was just like, yo, I'm not approving Yeah, it. exactly. Uh, Jenny thinks... Oh, so Jenny walks in... Jenny and Smith go into the store... And she's like, oh, a vacuum cleaner. Like, can we get a vacuum cleaner? And Samit is like, well, if my parents come and the house isn't clean, like, it's all this stuff. And Jenny's like, yo, like, your parents aren't coming. Like, I'm fucking sick of this. Yeah. Um, 
Shida, the doctor wants to meet with Shida and Bilal. It's all coming back to me in memory. Wants to meet Shida and Bilal in the office. And she's like, it's never good when the doctor wants to meet with you in person. And the doctor says that there's a test that could hinder a successful pregnancy. And then Yara is with Miss Gwen and Myla. And Yara's like, oh, like, exciting news. Like, I got my green card. We're going to Europe next week. And Miss Gwen is like... (laughs) the fuck are you talking about so there's like a little drama with that and then andre and libby it seems like they go for their interview and libby's like super nervous she's crying like it's a very intense situation so that is about it from us i think you have anything else no i think that's pretty much it uh i do have one thing like I said, we aren't covering the other two on this season. But if fucking 90 Day Fiance or Matt Sharp or anyone at TLC doesn't recognize the domestic abuse that is happening on our television every single Sunday with a certain cast member, like they need to wake the fuck up. It, it, I mean, we didn't really watch the scenes. We like we talk. We, me and Jonathan pretty much like talk with each other when those scenes are happening. But it's in the background. It's very, very disturbing. It's very disgusting. I cannot believe that this certain person is still on this television show. And I know a lot of other 90 Day fans feel this way. So, I mean... God knows if this will ever get to a TLC producer or a 90 day producer or anything like that. But things need to change because that scene and this whole situation with this particular person is repulsive and it needs to change before you start losing thousands of followers because of it. So agreed. Yeah, it's really, really bad. So um, that's about it from us. That was my little PSA for the day. If you have anything. <laughs> no, I think that's pretty much it. Looking forward to seeing Andre stay in the States. Yes. And like I said, congrats to them on Baby Win. That's what they're calling him. Nice. Uh, Ellie looked really cute in the pic, so I'll show Jonathan after this. Uh, but yeah, other than that, that's pretty much all I got. Uh, yeah, same here. So really appreciate you guys listening. Follow us on Instagram, 90 day underscore our way. Rate us five stars, please, especially on Apple Podcasts because there's some mean-ass people on there. So, need <laughs> our rating to go up on there. Thanks. Um, And if you have anything else, email us, tweet us, Instagram us, anything you want. So, besides that, we will see you back here next week. 